folks to our next Spotlight on Americas. For those of you who have forgotten what that is, it's a, a quick five minute bite sized uh, pieces of content. Uh, sometimes they go into 20 minutes, I, I will say that, uh, to introduce you to Accenture's investments um, in some great technology, some great areas and great entrepreneurs and growth, growth startup companies. Uh, for today, uh, I am pleased to uh, introduce uh, our investment in space cybersecurity as part of our Spotlight program with Spider Oak. Looking forward to a really engaging conversation in this exciting new technology and with a fantastic entrepreneur in the space of cyber arena. With that, Tom would hand it over to you to please introduce our guest, Dave. Thanks, Shivani, and good morning to you. Good morning to everybody out there. This is, um, as we continue to invest in emerging tech companies around the world, we, we really focus on the natural correlation of Accenture's strategic value. And cybersecurity is the top of our list in terms of investment categories. And we're going to introduce a really cool company in Dave Para to, to, uh, with Spider Oak today. You know, when we first started looking at it, and this is something that not everybody knows, um, Right now, uh, in low orbit, uh, circling the Earth, are satellites. And we all know that they're satellites, usually for defense and military reasons and such. But there's a growing, growing uh, infrastructure of what is expected to be around 50,000 satellites at low orbit by in the next 10 years. And the majority of that growth is going to come from commercial usage, things like resilient supply chains and, and ag tech and all kinds of different areas and security communications. So we leaned in, leaned in hard with Tom Patterson and uh, Paolo Dessal around uh, cybersecurity and Spider Oak. And we announced just three weeks ago or so, uh, Dave, I think uh, together we announced the uh, Spider Oak Accenture Partnership. And welcome to Dave Para. How are you today, Dave? Doing great, Tom, and excited to be part of the Accenture family. Well, tell us a little bit about Spider Oak. You know, uh, you've been doing, you've been in space or cybersecurity for about 20 years now, so you've got a lot of experience of it. Where, where are we at with uh, low orbit, you know, really zero trust, uh, zero gravity? Where are we at with that? Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because there's two key themes. Uh, whereas space really began as you know, an endeavor for just exquisite and expensive, you know, satellites is now turned into something that really any company of a certain size can put into orbit. So you have companies like John Deere talking about putting up their own fleet of satellites to help monitor their own equipment. That's something that would have been unheard of 10 years ago, even five years ago. I'm actually here in D.C. at at a conference where even the folks in this quote unquote small sat arena just three to four years ago were fighting the good fight of the commercialization of space, the development of space. And what's really come down is the cost of launch and the cost to build satellites and the capability that can be put on even small satellites. And what we saw as an opportunity was to take a lot of the technology that we built up over the last 15 years and apply it to this unique and growing domain. It's I kind of liken it to when you see like in the old west, the, the big development of, you know, the United States, like, well, what are the services that need to come in once the first people kind of establish that first output? It's security and stability and resiliency. And that's what we're providing for this burgeoning space industry. 
You know, for those commercial users that are, you know, you mentioned deer, but there's so many other commercial companies that are now beginning to use satellites for various reasons. What what are you seeing the primary use case for satellite? Ooh, well, let's talk about some of the broad brushstrokes. First, many companies, even if they're not directly putting up satellites, we are all users of position, navigation, and timing, i.e. GPS. And so there's this a whole new set of, uh, think of all the things that we do every day that rely on the GPS network. Well, you now have commercial companies wanting to provide greater precision, greater accuracy and resiliency. So that's one big growing area for precision agriculture, precision landscape architecture, precision whatever, just providing something that the general government system doesn't provide is one thing. The other is earth observation. sensors whether they're in the visible spectrum just taking pictures you have planet black sky and others who are providing basically the covering the world every day so you can look at changes and you can see you know many commercial uses for that but not just in the visible spectrum but also in the other spectra as well where you can see heat precipitation and you know more accurate weather modeling what have you we're going to be utilizing satellite data almost in five, 10 years where we just think of it as, oh, that's just more data that I can use to run my business. And it won't even be like, oh, it's that special space data. It's just something we'll become accustomed to and complements what we're doing today. We certainly have been uh, investing into this area uh, with par- partnerships with Planet.Labs and Pixels. Around Satellites are just becoming part of it, which leads to your your value proposition, which is cybersecurity. Because even with the Ukraine war going on, there was some hacks uh, that have been done by Russia into the satellite side of the fence. So your uh, cybersecurity is becoming a major issue for, for data uh, and data protection. And tell us a little bit more about spider well, first of all, uh, Accenture is a world, you know, wide leader in just cybersecurity generally, right? And no matter what advances we've made in computing, or data, or storage, or transmission, cybersecurity is a constant requires constant vigilance and constant approach and focus. Space is no exception, Tom. So, you know, basically we've often thought of, well, space is this exotic domain. It's very hard to get there. So why protect it? Why do we need to focus our resources in securing the data, securing the compute, securing the supply chain? Well, with commercialization comes threats. And with the proliferation of satellites in low Earth orbit and the increasing use of you know, companies relying on either space data or space assets or observations or transmission or connectivity. Now that becomes a juicy target for attack. And why we saw a big opportunity, though, is that 99% of traditional cybersecurity approaches and solutions just don't work in space. And I'm happy to go into some of the reasons why that is. But it's really the growth and the explosion of the market at space that kind of showed us that there's that opportunity there to bring both existing practices, but kind of new techniques to this new domain. It sounds like uh, the new techniques and the, the things that leaned us in on your technologies was your use of blockchain and, and encryption. Uh, and talk maybe a little bit about your tech stack. Absolutely. You know, we were in a blockchain company in search of a market. We were in search of a solution and we ended up with the blockchain. It's kind of the, the running joke at the company. For, for those of you who aren't familiar with space, it is a unique domain because there are size 
weight, power, and connectivity constraints that are fairly unique and not really found on Earth, if you will. Maybe in some IoT markets, you'll see some of those same constraints. But the idea that, oh, we're going to have a server and we're going to suck in the data from the entire network and we're going to have this constant connectivity and assessment of threats, like these things don't really work in space because of the size, weight, power, and connectivity constraints. So we really sat down and thought, what would it look like to create a solution that provides end-to-end -end data protection? And really a phrase that you coined, Tom, that we've now been liberally using is data orchestration. If you remember our first conversation, well, that's now in our vernacular, secure data orchestration. How do you do that in an environment where you can't assume consistent network topology, limited cycles, embedded devices using state-of-the-art chips from 20 years ago? Well, we ended up with a distributed ledger because what ledgers are really good at is providing disconnected synchronization and movement of data, when, especially when resources are constrained. And that's what we ended up with and built a purpose solution for this particular market. And, and this is amazing, right? Because what you've landed up uh, allowing us to even start to dream about and potentially uh, really do out in the future is this interoperability of the data that is gathered by different satellites. So one satellite does not have to completely rely just on the other satellite. Now with your technology and what you're building out with blockchain, you kind of have that data interoperability uh, in space or with that space data. And maybe you can elaborate a bit on that, yeah. uh, no, you know, and some of the use cases on that. I love that observation, Shivani, because space until recently was completely vertically integrated. That good example that we may be all familiar with, Sirius, you know, XM radio, build the ground stations, build the satellite, build the payload, build the equipment, you know, it goes into the car, vertically integrated service, great service. But how do you build an economy around vertically integrated services? You want to have specialization at each layer of the market and to have a robust space economy one needs to have interoperability of data think about the internet it's almost comical to think about without the internet where would we be in terms of our economy it's it's this destructive uh, interconnectivity that you can have then that really allows you to move data from one system to another uh, and we want to and need to have that in space. So you can have a company gathering data from one satellite, passing it to another Shivani that then does processing and sends it to a third satellite to act on it all in orbit. And you don't need to have all three satellites from the same manufacturer. That's what interconnectivity and interoperability of data opens up, as opposed to someone having to deliver a complete service, launch all three satellites, do the end-to-end -end service. You can actually specialize in each of those areas. That's great. And so now it's not just about creating uh, 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 the, the creating satellites. It's not just about like fulfilling a mission, right? It's now you've taken it to the next level about potentially collecting this useful data from other satellites and then to be able to actually uh, take their missions to a whole nother level. But think about it. We, every software company, every customer of Accenture had to build its own data center. 
just think of the the drag and, and the, the momentum you would lose in the cost. But if you're able to rely on, look, someone can focus on connectivity, someone can focus on compute. Oh, someone's developed a generic AI engine, but I need to now feed it with the data. And essentially is bringing this all together as a solution, but you're not having to build every single piece of it. Same here is we want to be a small but important part of an overall solution that the center is bringing to its clients. Space, securing data in space is a team effort. It's not just about securing data in motion and rest. It's about compute. It's about supply chain. It's about understanding of the threats. It's about protecting the endpoints. We don't do all those things. We just do, you know, a couple of those things. And Accenture is able to bring that as a complete solution so that companies can start, just like with AI, is not supposed to be some strange thing. You need to bring it into the your organization as a capability, space is the same way. You need to be able to bring observational data, communications, and compute on orbit as part of your customer's core skill sets. And you're able to do that because you can bring the solution together. It's the, it's the essence of a global, resilient, sustainable, and secure supply chain uh, and all the supply chains around the world. I love the point about interoperability. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation. I hope everybody's enjoying uh, learning about our new investments. Dave, you and Spider Oak are going to be very much part of our cybersecurity play going forward. And I want to thank Shivani for once again hosting us here for all the, uh, of uh, Spotlight on Americas. And uh, hopefully uh, everybody got a lot out of this conversation. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you.